0: Hi, I'm Tony Kramer with RDO Equipment Company. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day, there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere welcome back to another episode of the podcast this is episode number 156 and today we are going to be talking about some end of the season to do's when it comes to your data before we dive into the show please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already you can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to such as apple podcast google podcast stitcher overcast soundcloud as well as many others While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter, at RDOTonyK. Now with that, let's dive into another episode of tips, tricks, and whatever you want to call it, so you can get the most out of your technology and equipment. I wanted to do this episode because up here in the Red River Valley, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, we are nearing the end of uh, harvest season, nearing the end of another crop season. Uh, If not, uh, some guys are already done. So uh, I know there's still some out there. Other parts of the United States and around the world, again, uh, you guys may not have an off-season. You may be just diving into uh, getting some crops planted or, or what have you, but in the region that I'm at, we are just finishing up with another crop season, and one of the things I wanted to talk about is what to do with your data. A lot of guys record it, a lot of guys collect it. But once it's all said and done, they're not really sure what to do with it. Now, of course, you can compare yields, you can look at that type of stuff, but there, there's a lot of things along the line within the John Deere Operations Center that we can do to start making educated decisions for next year. And the reason why I encourage guys to do that now is because everything is still fresh in their head. Uh, a lot of people, when, when you get done farming for the season, you just want to forget about it. You want to put it away. You you just want to relax. Relax for for a month or two, uh, whether you got vacation on your mind or or what it is, but you need to go through your data and kind of finalize everything for the next season right now to make the most out of that data. So the first thing, obviously, what we need to do is we need to transfer that data. Now, there's multiple ways to do that, whether you're still transferring it manually with uh, a data card or a flash drive. You still need to make that happen, so we need to plug it into the display, or if you've still got 2600s, pull that data card out, and then we need to plug it into the computer. Now, if you are going to be doing the data transfer manually, you need to make sure that on your computer, in the Operations Center, you have downloaded the John Deere Data Manager. And what that is, is that is a tool that lives on the desktop of your computer, and it's essentially a bridge to take that raw data and get it into the John Deere Operations Center. So that's the first thing you want to make sure if you are transferring data manually. Now, the other version, of course, is wireless data transfer or uh, the new version, data sync. So if you have Active JD Link machines. You have um, well, there. It was a subscription. Now it's not. Uh, if if you listen to the JD Link episode, we talked about. Um, there are no more JD Link yearly subscriptions. You just need to make sure you go into your operation center and you activate or you accept the JD link connectivity terms. And what that'll do is from here on out, you will have JD link connectivity for free on every machine. Anytime a machine, a new machine gets transferred into your operation center org, it will automatically give you that JD link connection. Now, with that being said, You also, if you are running 2630 displays, now this is not compatible with the 2600, but if you are running 2630 displays, you still need that Ethernet cable. So the Ethernet cable is that uh, black, round, skinny cable that runs from the J-Link MTG, which is most likely under your seat, and then it runs up into the back of the 2630. In order to utilize wireless data transfer, you need that above and beyond just the JD link connectivity. So keep that in mind. Now that we have the data transferred whether we did it manually or it's been done throughout the season with wireless data transfer or data sync, now what we need to do is we really need to go into the operation center and verify that data. Did all of our fields come in? Are the hybrids and varieties that we selected are they correct? Do we have good clean, usable data within our operation center. Now is the time to clean that up. Again, when things are fresh in your mind, you know what you did harvest, what you didn't harvest, if there were uh, drowned outs, wet spots, whatever it may be, we need to correct those things now. Maybe it was a, you weren't, if you were not using variety locator in your display Maybe you you fat fingered a a variety when you were plugging it in and it's the wrong variety or hybrid for that specific field or for that location of that field. Right now is the time to go in and change that again while it's still fresh in your mind. Once we've got all that in, we've got our fields, we know we're confident we have everything we need into the operation center, I will always recommend cleaning or deleting all of the data from those displays. So whether if it's a 2600, you wipe that data card clean. If it's a 2630, it's all internal memory. You go in and you delete all data. With the Gen 4 displays, the 4640s, 4600s, it's not as needed because those have a lot larger internal memory. But that being said, over time, the 4600s or the the 4640s, the Gen 4 displays, they will fill up with data. They just have a lot more internal memory than the 2630s did. So the reason I tell guys to do this is because what I have seen numerous times is they offload the data in the fall of the year. And what happens is they bring it in and they've got a bunch of whether it's bad boundaries or just boundaries they didn't mean to record or bad guidance lines or bad field names, all of that stuff. All that comes into the operation center. Okay, so now over the winter, we take the time to correct all of that and and we do everything we need to do. Come the spring of the year, when we're getting ready to go out and plant, start doing some tillage, whatever it may be, they go, gosh, you know, I'm not really sure if I unloaded that data or not. So then they go again and they offload all that data and we have all that bad data back in the operation center again so we need to do all that cleanup work so i always tell guys 2600s 2630s as well as the gen 4 displays but again it's not as necessary because of the way that data transfers and the amount of internal memory but What you what you get away from is getting that bad data into the operation center. If after you verify that it's all there, go and delete those displays, then you know it's gone. You don't have to deal with that bad data ever again. So after every at least every season, um, some guys will do it after spring's work, and then they'll do it again after fall's work. But once that data is in the operation center, wipe those displays clean. Uh, that with the 2600s and 2630s specifically, there are times you will fill that display up with data if you do not do this. It it just keeps piling and piling and piling because when you transfer that data off, all you're doing is taking a copy of it. It is not actually removing it from the display. So just some kind of tricks there with transferring the data and then verifying and deleting the data. The next thing is, When we are verifying that data, if we find things that need to be corrected, now is the time to correct that again while it's still fresh in our minds. Things like area harvested. So, if you know that you maybe we didn't have overlap control turned on for our header and we were recording half of the head when we were only record or we were only combining half of the head or whatever it may be. If your area harvested is more than what the actual field is, you can correct that right in the operation center. The other thing we can do is we can post calibrate our yield. So if we did not calibrate our yield monitor or we just don't think it's correct, we can utilize grain cart scale tickets or elevator scale tickets and we can post calibrate within the operation center. The other thing that we talked about is varieties and hybrids. So if you fat fingered something, you were not using variety locator, go in there now because this is what we can utilize to make educated decisions for buying varieties and hybrids next year. The other thing I tell guys to do is add field notes. There is a a place in the operation center uh, on every map or field I should say that you can add field notes. So if there's something that you want to come back to in the spring of the year or next summer or whatever it may be, you can drop a flag, you can add field notes, you can do whatever you need to do. Again, you've just gone over all that acreage, do that now. Or you could also if you utilize the John Deere uh, operation center mobile app, you can do that in the field if you are still harvesting, or maybe you're out there to do tillage and you you located a big rock or whatever it may be. Throw a flag down with your Operation Center mobile app. Throw a flag down. You know right where to come, right where to get it. Uh, if there's other things you want to mark, do that with the Operation Center mobile app. Add it to your field notes in the Operation Center uh, desktop or website. Um, do it now while you remember these things. And now that we've transferred that data, we've verified that we have it all there, we've made any corrections that we see necessary, now we take that and we start to analyze we can start printing out reports whether it's a variety and hybrid report it's just a, a basic harvest report or an application report going back to application season you can look and see the the amount of each product you put down and on which fields there are many many different ways to view and analyze all of the data you've collected over the season now that is another reason why we want to make sure we are documenting every pass through the field. We want to document our tillage, our planting and seeding, our application, our harvest, to make sure we can make the most educated decisions off of this data as possible. Now there's a lot of different ways to view these reports once you are in Analyze. You can print PDFs. Uh, for all of you spreadsheet lovers out there, you can export to, uh, to Excel and you can uh, manipulate it, do your, uh, your pivot tables or your graphs or charts, whatever you wanna do in Excel, uh, you can export it to there. So utilizing these reports in in whatever format you want, we can then take this to select quality hybrids and varieties for next year. Now, if your seed salesman has already stopped by, or, or I would assume they're going to be stopping by uh, as harvest wraps up here, you're able to use this data to make educated decisions from your farm, from your combine, the crop that you grew to be able to select quality seed for next year. This isn't just a, we're not just looking at pretty maps here. We're not, uh, it isn't, we're not just doing it to do it. There is a lot of information that can come from this data that we collect throughout the entire season. The last thing I wanted to touch on that not a lot of people know about or, or know is there. And it's something it's fairly new, it's been around for a little while, but machine analyzer within the John Deere Operations Center. So whether you have just a couple machines or you have an entire fleet of machines, machine analyzer can be very beneficial to uh, growers of all sizes. What you can do in machine analyzer is you can analyze each type of machine. You can benchmark All of the machines, you can look at how your entire fleet did, whether it's a fleet of combines or it's just your tractors and combines and sprayers and whatever it may be, you are able to do many different things. So when we talk uh, sprayers, is your section control being utilized or not? When we talk tractors, are you utilizing auto track to the, the fullest? Uh, There's a lot of different ways to analyze what's being used, and there's a lot of different filters within Machine Analyzer to kind of key in on the information that you want to see. The other thing you can do is check the efficiency, or you can benchmark the efficiency of your machines. Maybe you have a couple combines that run, or maybe you have a couple tillage tractors um, or a couple planters. You can benchmark not only the machines, but also you can benchmark the operators. Are are the operators running in similar fashion? Is one being more efficient than the other? Is one tractor or combine being more efficient than the other? You can look at a lot of different things within that machine analyzer tool. So those are just a few things I wanted to touch on here on this episode It's still fresh in your mind. It's the end of the season or nearing the end of the season. For those of you that are or you just keep hammering on uh, one crop season after another. Um, always remember that. Once harvest is done, that kind of concludes a crop season. So take the time to analyze, transfer, clean up, and analyze the data to make educated decisions for that next cropping season. Up here in, in the North Country, uh, we have the opportunity. We have downtime over the winter. That's when we talk to a lot of guys about doing stuff in the operation center, cleaning up their data for next year, analyzing the data for next year, doing everything we need to do. We have that downtime during the winter months. I know not everybody has that, uh, that nice uh, benefit of, uh, hey, the ground is frozen and it has a bunch of white stuff on it, so we can't do anything anyway, uh, but do what you can. Take the time to make sure your data is being collected, make sure it's clean, make sure it is usable, and then with that, use the data. That's the reason we're collecting it. Use it to make decisions. Use it to change practices. Use it to do what you see fit for your operation. Just because the neighbor down the street is doing one thing does not mean it's going to fit your operation. So use this data to your advantage. Make it work for you and make sure you are collecting that data in a good, clean fashion. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you. Hopefully it gave you some things to think about, uh, a couple to do's to add to your list. Not that we need any more when the end of the season comes, but uh, hopefully you were able to take something away from this that you can then uh, implement on your farm. So thanks again, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. If you have questions about the technology and products discussed, or have ideas about future episodes, please leave them in the comments below. You can also subscribe to RDO's YouTube channel and be in the know about each episode or tune in on any streaming service. Thanks again for listening.